It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the podcast and blooming good dang or we pick anything and everything to face off an 8 separate bracket elimination tournament this is Elite H Showdown. I, of course, am your host, Hibigijuk. And I am once again joined by my camera, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host. <laughs> Just remember what I wrote. Tim, taking a crowbar to his Jason Todd is what he calls a date night. France. Wow. Wow. Okay. Makes the hood red, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it does, baby. Taking a crowbar to his Jason Todd is what he calls date night. I'm sorry if Lindsay is actually listening for some stupid reason. She doesn't. Oh, thank God. You know what also uh, is like taking a crowbar to a Jason Todd? Not having 55 star reviews. Oh, that's super fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh of course, head over to whatever podcast that will let you leave a fucking five star review. Yeah. At Audible. this point, at this point, Audible, do it. You know what? Go to Audible. Give, yeah. Give just Bezos a reason to spend money mm-hmm. by having to spend. Listen, that giant space. dick ship isn't going to make itself and get itself to the moon. So, like, it's accurate. That, that takes all of our money together. Yeah. Accurate. So go over there, leave a five star review, ski. Like that. Oh, yeah. A little review ski. Yeah. A little uh, summary ski. Ooh. You know? Yes. Did you ever give that dude back his liver? Oh, fuck. God damn it. Dude, he's probably dead. Uh, yep. Yeah. Dr. Checkmate. Yeah. Uh, I. I mailed it. I mailed it. There's there's been a lot of delays. Yeah, there with has. USPS, right? Yeah. So like <laughs> I, I mailed it. Uh, right. The tracking doesn't work right now. It's on its way. I sent it. It's out of my hands. Right. You put it on ice. Yeah. I mean, like a bag. Fuck. It's ice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. One. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. It's fine. You know what else is fine? Hmm. That's the big checkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love those big checkers. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it would only make sense that we now give out another nickname for those big checkers. Of course, head over to patreon.com slash professional casual sign up for at least minimum $3 tier or higher. If you want to get extra additional content, which you can only find over on the Patreon blogs, blogs, 
additional shows, one shots, whatever you want to call it. It's there. It's behind a paywall. Get it. Got it. Good. Mm -hmm. This week. This might be the last one we got for a while. Unless it might be. You want to head over to Patreon.com. For 30, is it $32 if you pay, pay for the whole year? Yeah, it's only 30 32 bucks. bucks. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? That's two pizzas. Yes. Uh, depending on the pizza and where you're getting it from, Actually, one pizza. You know what? It won't be our last one because we did have our very first annual subscriber to the Big Chucker tier, Mr. Joe Gennaro. Oh, that's right. Who's still had again the go. the drive the drive uh, document was not updated, so I forgot that he had done. Yeah, that. whoever's in charge of that should get on it. Right, Timothy from the research department. That's accurate. Oh, he's not here today. Oh, he's not. No. Oh, he he colon sick. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Explosive diarrhea. Mm. I don't question it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has been on a a cleanse. Yep. He was drinking only hot dog water for 30 days. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. All right. That's uh It has all the electrolytes you need, honestly. I... Very salty hot dog water. Yeah, that's surprising yeah. amount of protein and B vitamins in there too. Is there? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Uh, in in hot dog water, yes. All right. Okay. And nitrates. This week, we're doing the big kahuna themselves. Mm. A cake sitter, a, a master of the city of cakes. Mm-hmm. All the way up there in that tier. All the way up there in that tier. There they sit. Mm-hmm. It's Kelsey Rose. Of course, shout out to Kelsey Rose. Thank you so much. Because of you... Literally because of you and the amount that you give us mm-hmm. at that cake sitter tier, this show exists. Yep. Everybody else below you, no, they're fucking peons. Mm-hmm. But, but you specifically, because you give way more than you probably ever should mm-hmm. for this show specifically. Yep, very much so. Uh, thank you. So, Tim, you know how this works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose a word. You're going to choose a word. Yep. Are you ready? I am are you sure? No. Remember nope, that they I pay at s- least $3 a month for I this. Super nervous about this one. Uh-huh. More than others. Why would that be, Tim? Is it because she's your best friend? Is it because you constantly talk to her all the time? Is it because even though I'm literally right next to her and I text you, you leave me on right, but then respond to her immediately? Is that why, Tim? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. No, nope, just uh, just all all the general things. Okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Tim, are you ready? No, not really. Okay, I got a word. It's three, two, one. Bodacious partner. Okay, all right, bodacious partner. All right, all right, all right. We got it, we got it. Bodacious partner. Forgot I could do that. It makes it a lot easier than me having to try to type it out. Yeah. Bodacious partner. Thank you, Kelsey, once again for giving a ridiculous amount of money to us. Mm -hmm. I think it's absurd. Yeah. And ridiculous. But you do have that sweet ass. And that's, that's the most important thing. 
Uh, and we appreciate that because you be sitting on them cakes mm-hmm. at the cake sitter tier. Mm-hmm. I'd also say that about Joe Gennaro, though, to be fair. He's got a sweet ass, too. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't discriminate. It. One of the best in the biz. Accurate. Accurate. Tim, this week, I- I'm already kind of bummed out about it. Yeah. Like, I'm already kind of like somber, mm-hmm. mainly because you probably just uh, head over um, every Tuesday to wait did I roll a wild if you need any Marvel Cards Protocol talk. You screamed at me about uh, Moon Knight for like 45 minutes while I had to pee. So I was kind of really bummed out about it. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I really like Moon Knight. Uh, not anything that he's actually been in, right. but the internet culture surrounding Moon Knight sure. is very funny to me. Okay. And I like that a lot. Right. You like that mm-hmm. specifically. Have yeah. you even read a Moon Knight comic? Yeah, a couple. Have you? And what did you think when you read them? I was like, oh, this isn't anywhere near as funny as the internet made the memes out to be. Fair. <laughs> He's just beating a dude to death. <laughs> yeah. He kind of just does that. Yeah. He's kind of like, I know nothing about him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he stands for or anything like that. But if I said he's Christian Spawn, does that make any sense? No. Okay. I, I think he is pretty close to Spawn as far as right. how he handles But he's in white instead of like goth. Yeah. So he's like, he's like the holy version of Spawn. Yes. Mulbolgia. What does that mean? Uh, That's the devil in Spawn that gave Spawn his powers. It took so long for me to know how to say that because I read the comics and I was like, oh, it's Michelob Ultra. (laughs) All right. It's Mechanodrite. I I couldn't say it. And then that super great, one of the best comic movies of all time, the Spawn movie came out and they called him Malbolgia. And I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Okay. I had John Leguizamo as the clown. Perfect casting. Legitimately, say what you will about that movie or the effects. John Leguizamo played an awesome fucking clown. I mean, I, I agree. He played. He did play a very good clown. Um, I would say standout in that movie because mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you who played Spawn and I don't remember it being terribly memorable in that aspect. Yeah. Um, I do, however, uh, remember that everybody lost their shit about the cape. Yeah. That the cape at the time was like it was like top tier CGI. Yeah. Cost four thousand you know billion dollars back then. Yeah. Is literally like some kid with the TikTok filter now. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Actually, that's downgrading TikTok filters. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It looks not great now. Looks like Morrowind water. (laughs) Yeah. You know? That's fair. Yeah. Uh way too shiny for no reason. Yep, one hundred percent. Uh this week we are crowning. The biggest heartbreaking comic moment ever. Mm. We're going to take eight topics, talk about them all pertaining to sad moments in comic history. Now, right off the bat, let's just let's just get out of the way. Uh, I did do some research. The research team had taken some time off. So this is not going to be good (laughs) because I did the research. Yeah, Um, but I did. Google some. I I Googled like top 10 saddest lists of all time, and I didn't want to pick. I didn't want to pick the obvious things like Gwen Stacy's death because we didn't read Gwen Stacy's death at the time that it happened where it was sad for us. Fair. I tried to pick things that I that I at least knew something about or 
as this list had been curated, friends of the show mm-hmm. and our Discord over at patreon.com slash professional casual gave us recommendations for. Yeah. I will say I didn't um read the the comic when it came out of Gwen Stacy's death. Mm-hmm. I did read a novel um where the sinister stick sick where the sentence sinister six yep those yeah. guys they all get together yeah and uh it's they they go psychological game uh-huh so mysterio goes to the bridge where gwen stacy died yeah and just creates this big illustrious like movie projector uh version of her just falling and dying off that bridge <laughs> over and over and <laughs> over shit. again just on repeat um that's awful yeah holy okay so it was a really good book i don't remember what it was called but the guy leading the group at the time was called the gentleman who i've never heard of again yeah i've never heard of him yeah outside of that interesting but he's a batman villain oh Hmm. there's the gentleman ghost too i really appreciate that character um let's get right into it bracket number one brought to us by built bar head over to builtbar.com slash Nothing, but use promo code professional casual at checkout. Grasshopper uh, ones are officially out now. Yeah, they are out. So delicious. Get them gone. If you like, if you like chocolate mint, man, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. This would have been the episode of Bring Joe Gennaro on. I just realized that. Oh we, yeah, yeah, we should have done that. Yeah, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Durst, Durst, go ahead, play the button. I thought you said he wasn't here. No, Timothy's not here. Durst is here. Oh. Sorry, we are so sorry. Please accept our apologies. A few things we need to apologize. One, Mr. Gennaro, we are sorry we didn't bring you on for this episode. We'll get you next time. Yeah. We'll get you next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, the energy is going to get real weird in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to get real weird. It's going to get real sad. So we apologize um, if you inevitably uh, get so sad that you kareen off the road crying from this from this episode mm-hmm. billbar.com use promo code professional casual at checkout all one word tim yes it's the death of peter parker in the ultimates universe going up against thomas wayne's letter to bruce mm. so let's let's deep dive this a little bit the death of peter parker in the ultimates universe yes now peter parker has died several times mm-hmm. um the biggest thing about this there, there's two big things about this one it was the ultimates universe which they had said right from the start if a character dies in the ultimates universe that character is gone forever yep it is out of the ultimates universe might come back as somebody else like we see with miles morales becomes the new spider-man mm-hmm. in the ultimates universe and then gets carried over into 616 um but otherwise the character is gone and they did it right off the bat yeah because they killed Wolverine right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. The Hulk rips him in half or some shit. It was it was pretty early, yeah. Yeah, and it was over. It was done for. Mm-hmm. We never saw him again. Did they go back on their word? A little bit. Why he regenerated? That's dumb. Yeah. What's the point? He was like gone. You might as well just bring back fucking Peter Parker then. Well, Peter Parker, one of his superpowers isn't coming back from near death or this is why i don't fatal. like i don't like any characters like i don't like wolverine i don't like deadpool i don't like superman yeah like if you can't die then like what's like what the fuck is the point of this yeah, like what fair. are we even doing here man mm-hmm. you know 
The Deltimates uh, universe, if characters died, they stayed dead. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker finally is on Death's Door um, in the process of trying to save someone who I forgot who that was at this point. Shocker. Um, no, it wasn't the shocker. Oh, it wasn't no, shocker. I don't uh, think right. so. No, it wasn't. Um, but he's 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 gripping to life here. He he's he's slowly bleeding out, and they're like, just hold on, Peter. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. You just you just need to hold on. And he kind of gives this like really touching monologue where he's like, all I've ever tried to do was make up for letting Uncle Ben die. And I've tried to live my entire life living with that regret and trying to make up for that regret. I have saved you. I've saved so many people. I've done what I could with this power that I've had. This is this is it for me. Just I'm like, I'm going to die. And they're crying. They're beating his chest over and over and over again, trying to keep him alive. And he just he finally dies. He just dies right there. Yeah. It was a it was a huge moment in the Ultimates universe history because we didn't really know where they were going after yeah. this. Well, uh, and that's super important too. That's like taking down the prison, the biggest guy in prison, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh well, yeah, they'll kill people and they'll stay dead. So Stilt Man's not going to come back six times, right? But to get Spider Man out of the gate, to get yep. Wolverine uh, somewhat out of the gate. Mm-hmm. that that's a massive deal that's a proof of concept right there no listen not only are people going to die here take your beloved spider-man shoot him in the head right on yep completely dead and he does not return he never no. returns uh miles morales comes in kind of fills fills that role for a while and mm-hmm. uh it was a big deal it was a big deal at the time but it's going up against and i to be fair it wasn't right away ultimate spider-man was around for he had he had a pretty decent run right it wasn't right there was a ton of stories that they still told they did a little retelling of other characters things like that Mm -hmm. we got um the more goblin-y goblin out of that and stuff the worst deadpool ever that was deadpool but he was mojo he just had a reality show and would try to trick spider-man into going to it he also was a big glass skull with his brain showing through really yeah that was his whole bit Oh. He looked like one of the Mars Attacks uh, <laughs> aliens. Yeah. Okay. It was really dumb. Why? I don't know. Okay. Yep. Sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Sounds like things Neckbeers would have liked if they had known it existed. Yes. But nobody really read the Ultimate Universe. That's why it got canceled. <sighs> I did really like it. Did you? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite aspect of it? Like, what was your favorite story arc? Uh, it actually made me really like the Avengers team, which was called the Ultimates. Yes. Um, Hulk was just a giant man child. Yep. Um, Broken hearted that his his uh, girl in the comics, uh, Betsy Brandt or whatever, uh, was dating James Vanderbeek. Not James Vanderbeek. Uh, yeah, no, Freddie James. Prince, no, it was Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, was it Freddie Prince Jr.? Okay. And there's this part where he Hulk is like climbing up the side of a building. Um to go interrupt their date, just being a petty little bitch boy. Like, and it was really funny. Uh, but they dealt with really serious shit. Yeah. There's this whole bit where it's alluded to pretty heavily that Hank Pym was super abusive to yes. uh Wasp. And there is this fucking showdown in like a diner uh between Captain America and 
and Hank Pym over this altercation where Hank Pym gets the ever living shit beat out of him by Captain America. Um, just brutal. Like it, it, it dealt with things in really adult ways. It was a more adult line right. and things were permanent. Um, also the, the X-Men in the ultimate universe had this incredible story where the whole Phoenix thing happens, mm-hmm. uh, except the hellfire club is like, uh, summoning it here to Jean. Right. And Professor X, they end up defeating it. And Gene is like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to be possessed by this dark power. It's going to keep coming. And Professor X's way of dealing with it is like, no, no, no. They were just some stupid cult and just mind wipes everybody and makes her think that it was all this big, scary snake cult that wasn't real, even though this terrifying cosmic entity was actually still trying to possess her. Also convinces the U.S. government that at the time, big terrorist Magneto yeah. uh, has been dealt with and he killed him because he was obviously a terrorist and needed to be dealt with. Right. But he didn't want to lose his friend. So he lied to everyone, mind wiped the fuck out of Magneto. So he was just this elderly kind of senile man who would come to the park and play chess with Charles every day. Okay. Just so he could still have his friend. Who right. was also effectively just a zombie at that point. But Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Professor Eck was dark as shit. Yeah. It was it was a He really... kind of still is. Oh, yeah. Like he's like it is the more I learn about Professor X, the less I like him. Yeah. Because of just how di- you know he's part of the uh there's like a I don't know if it's a current run, but there was a uh there's a Fantastic Four makeup where he's in the Fantastic Four and he has Cerebro helmet and he can walk. Uh so you might be thinking of uh the Ultimate Universe Reed Richards, who is called the Maker who is a very thin guy in a bodysuit with what looks like a cerebral hat on it. And he's just has a giant X on the front of it. Oh no. So that's the current run of X-Men. Yep. That's okay. Professor X. He can walk All right. again. Well, well for some reason, up. he's also in the fantastic four. There's a graphic novel that I saw okay. uh, like a trade paper of, and it's like him. And then like three other characters I didn't recognize. Gotcha. Uh, there was like three, I think two girls with three girls. Something like that. It was wild. I think it's called Fantastic Four Blue, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, didn't make any sense. Didn't understand why he was part of the Fantastic Four. But uh, yeah, everybody's part of the Fantastic Four at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, literally everybody. I mean, you got to remember that Professor X's, uh, like, intro thing to getting his powers is making his teacher think he was having a heart attack to kill him because he was a little mean to him in class. Okay. That's actually a super fair point. But it's going up against... Uh, oof. Thomas Wayne's letter to Bruce. So this comes out of the Flashpoint story arc where um, Flash essentially jumps into a parallel universe, um, travels to a parallel universe where he gets stuck in a parallel universe. Um, and Joe Gennaro is already probably screaming because I'm wrong about this. Um, but he jumps to a parallel universe where he runs into a different version of Batman where it is Thomas who had become Batman because um, uh, Bruce is killed uh, during the infamous shooting instead of Thomas. And you had actually uh, told me that uh, Thomas becomes Batman and Martha becomes Joker. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, I probably should have warned at the beginning. A lot of spoilers coming out here. Oh yeah. But that's like, that's like the start of it. Like the whole story about Thomas Wayne being Batman and Martha being Joker and how they, and he uses guns, which is super dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what, happens at the end of this uh, entire story is Thomas has wrote a letter that he carried around with him uh, to Bruce. Mm -hmm. That was just like, I'm sorry that this happened. 
I love you and I will always love you. And essentially just an apology letter. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and dumping out his whole feelings. Flash ends up finally getting back to his own time, his own dimension. He gets there um, and he tells Bruce everything of what, you know, what happened, what he saw, everything like that. And Bruce is kind of like, kind of confused, kind of upset. He's like, well, like, it's a shame that it happened, but whatever. And he goes, yeah, but this is a letter from your dad and hands him the letter that he wrote to mm-hmm. Bruce, but not this Bruce. It was obviously kid Bruce. And Bruce opens it and he reads it and just starts bawling his eyes out. It's one of the only times that we ever see Batman show any sort of emotion um, yeah. at all. And he's bawling his eyes out reading this letter because uh, he finally gets to hear all of the things that his his father never told him. Mm-hmm. And it's this really gut wrenching. It messed with a lot of people and the sadness. Um, and getting a letter from your dead parent is always really tough. Like finding that letter. Yeah. I can't imagine a situation where like you, you knew that this letter never existed and your buddy had to go to a different dimension to get it and bring it, you know, and ends up bringing it back to you. Yeah. So like you never even know that this is a possibility of happening. Mm -hmm. You're finally getting to hear all of the things that you want to hear. And then as a reader, we're seeing Batman finally show emotion that isn't, I'm going to not kill you air quotes, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, this was a this was a really big moment. Do I think it's bigger than Peter Parker's death, though? So this is biggest or saddest? This is the biggest heartbreaking moment in okay. comics. So when I think of these moments, mm-hmm. I think about what comes next and and how it creates waves and ripples and things like that. Yeah. Um. When I think of Spider-Man dying after a pretty decent run in a universe where isn't even the main continuity uh-huh. um, and he does stay dead. But the result of it is <laughs> that it gives us Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's justifying the means there. Sure. Uh, for me, hard. Um, to the opposite effect, I think that the Thomas Wayne letter is a little bit more impactful for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, it actually affected the main universe. It did come from an alternate place, the Flashpoint uh, thing, uh, but but came back over into, you know, main Earth one or Mm -hmm. whatever it's called. Um, Also, I love that story of uh, Bruce Wayne being the one that is killed, Mm -hmm. Thomas Wayne becoming Batman, Martha Wayne becoming the Joker, and both taking their grief in different directions, one blaming society, the other one blaming like the crime element mm-hmm. and them both kind of, of dealing with that in a different way. Um, being able to read a letter from a father that was dead before you were really able to, to develop, I think is so much more impactful versus a superhero doing regular. Su- that one's more realistic on a long enough timeline. The hero should in fact die. Right. I, um, I can agree to that. So uh, for that reason, I am going to move ahead. The Thomas Wayne letter. The Thomas Wayne letter is moving on. Tim, thank you for ruining my life. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my girlfriend who just sent me a photo. Uh, and if you're watching on the Patreon, I'm going to show you. Uh, it is this. It says you, me and pussy makes three hashtag blessed. <laughs> When she uh, she has gotten aboard, 
uh, where you can uh, you can write the notes. You know, it's a, a very Instagrammy thing that Instagram influencers like to do. Uh, but she wrote, "You and me and Bussy makes three hashtag blessed." <sighs> Thank you for that. Thank you for ruining my life. That's a bodacious partner you have. That is a bodacious partner I have indeed. Bracket number two. Brought to us by Raise Energy. Head over to repsports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use promo code Professional Casual, all one word, at checkout. Can I tell you something I did this week? Ah, uh, Yep. So. Was I talking to my girlfriend while you uh, left me on ride? So. Yeah. Um. Ray's has uh, powdered versions of their energy drinks now. Yep. I took one. Okay. In a 24 ounce monster can. Okay. And mixed it with a built boost. What was it? So did you dump the monster out? I drank the monster. Okay. It was gone. Okay. I then filled it with ice and water. Okay. Some BCAA. The screw top one you're talking about. The screw top. Okay. okay. I I really like those because. one full raise energy is just too much raise for me. Okay. Uh, too much energy, really. Right. Uh, so I drink it slowly throughout the week. Uh-huh. But I put it in a receivable monster can right. because I know it'll hold it. Sure. And those cans are actually pretty durable. I like them a lot. Yeah, they hold up pretty well. Um, so, yeah. So I, I put in a bunch of water, some ice. Uh, I put in a built boost packet and one of the raise energy things. And it... If you want to rip heads off of literally anything that's in your path, uh-huh. it is that combo. Okay. Uh, it tasted really fucking good. Okay. I used the Cloud9 Built Boost. Oh, I do like that one. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, Apollo. Oh, all right. So you got uh, a little blueberry in there. You got a little bomb pop in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I was good to go. Yeah. Bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just... Killing, just ripping doors off and throwing them at people at Planet Fitness. Well, yeah, killing everybody, dude. I tore the lunk alarm off the fucking wall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I got spoken to. Wow. You know that takes a lot because they they're they don't free, give a shit. Yeah, they're a judge free zone. They will serve you smoothies, pizza, and tell you to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to do there. Oh, they thought, they brought the judge out, but they threw fucking like white or yellow cards at me like it was a soccer match. Wow. They're like, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, you wow. You do not get your brownie when you finish today. They didn't give you a brownie? No. What a bunch of monsters. I was throwing plates like fucking discs at people. I was so mad. That's fair. Super fair. Tim Brecken number. And no crash at the end. That oh, was, wow. That was the best part. Okay, that is nice. Yep. Okay. Because they were nice like and smooth. Yeah, they were like, oh, he's like the Hulk. Eventually, you know, someone okay. will sing yeah. a lullaby and yeah. he'll crash. Crash never happened. Right. They weren't ready for that. Sunlight, sunless getting real low, bud. It what it never did. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Do you think oh what's the over-under before you uh have a heart attack? Those are gonna take. I mean, because there's no caffeine in the bill boost, it was just mm-hmm. B vitamins. Right. You know what I mean? I was I was fine. I was under the daily recommended dose of caffeine. Mm-hmm. So blood was pumping and the heart was too, just not to an excessive level. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Here's some things that aren't going to be pumping. It's the death of Carol and the baby from The Walking Dead. Ugh. Going up against the death of Sue Dibney from Infinity Crisis 1. This is a Joe Gennaro pick. I wrote him and was like, hey, what's the saddest moment 
that you ever that you ever ever read in a comic this is what he wrote this storyline he sends me infinity crisis issue one this storyline mainly the first issue wrecked me there's a death in here that was more brutal than i have seen in my years reading comics I think about the seventh reading through it, I could finally get through without crying. Wow. First off, fucking pussy. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, because I, I cried heavily during the death of Carol and the baby. Uh, now, I know that a lot of people take Glenn's death a lot as kind of the... The quintessential The death. quintessential death, because they also do that the same in the show yeah. so i think that it gets a lot of mark it was also the 100th issue mm-hmm. of the walking dead people like glenn though people always liked oh, a fair, so know? totally fair a lot of people never really cared about carol but it's the moment that it happens and the absolute insanity that was going on at the whole time too right so and again spoilers here this happens at the the jail takeover, the prison takeover, the governor has found the prison. He knows where the survivors are with Rick and everybody is. He drives a fucking tank there as like a we are going to take this prison from you. This is ours now. And I have a fucking tank to do it with. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he didn't know how to shoot the tank. So that worked out pretty well for him. Yeah. Um, but they charge the tank. They break down because the whole point of the prison was that there was those fences around it was keeping all the zombies out they were able to create a a life for themselves there they started a garden they had everything they needed and the fucking governor shows up and tears down the 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 gate the zombies break in it's absolute madness they're scrambling they're running they're fighting not only zombies but they're fighting each other too Mm -hmm. um it's absolute carnage and madness and then the governor fucking pops up and this is post uh raping him or sodomizing him with a spoon and then popping his eyeball out and cutting his hand off, which he full rightfully deserved uh, yeah. because of the absolute horrific things that he did to Michonne um, when he had captured her. Um, and he gets up on the top of the, of the tank and he sees Carol running with the new, with uh, their newborn in her hands. And he snipes her, shoots her in the back and the bullet goes through her and hits the baby in the process and they just fall to the ground. Wow. It is one of the most chaotic, insane things. And you you're just hoping that they're going to get out of this alive. Mm-hmm. Like Carol is making a run for it. And of all the people that you expect to die in this part, this is the moment where you're like, OK, this is where they could kill Carl. They could kill Rick. They could kill Herschel. Uh, any number of people. Right. There's at one point you think um, it's a Tyrese or Tyrone. Uh, he hadn't died yet. And you, you thought maybe this was going to be. Although I do think he does die in this point, too. Um, it's been a very long time since I, I read this comic. Yeah. And it's fucking Carol and the baby. Like, you didn't have to kill the fucking baby Kirkman, but you did. You know what I mean? Kirkman. Fucking Kirkman. It it destroyed me. I was legitimately depressed. I couldn't read, like, because I was reading the trade papers. Yeah. And this happens kind of weirdly in the middle. It's like the seventh or eighth trade, right? Yeah. Like 13. Yeah. Or something. Uh, That's about as far as I got. Uh, there's way more now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like, they're in the 30s, I think, now or something like that. Okay. Um, but it, I think the comic is finally done, right? I they finally, so. Yeah. Um, I made it to, I think, 17. 
was as far as I got. Maybe I made, I think I got to 17. I bought up to 21. Yeah. And then I ended up moving and my comics just got lost in the shuffle. And I don't know where I put them. Yeah. Um, that moment f- is the only time I've ever been emotionally changed because of a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I mean, for the most part, I was only reading like DC stuff. Yeah. And, the, and that was like Green Lantern. Nothing really. I mean, yeah. Other than Hell Jordan's story, which was on a list of like 10 saddest moments ever. But I remember reading that and thinking, eh. I mean, it's sad. Sure. But I'm not distraught by it. Yeah. I didn't cry as hard as I did when the Green Ranger lost his powers. <laughs> right. Exactly. I cried a lot. That's fair. That That's actually super fair. Shout out to Daryl, who's uh, still upset about it to this mm-hmm. day. Um, there's also no coming back from like he becomes the White Ranger. So it works out in the end. There was no coming yeah, back. Changed never again as, yeah. as he was. Yeah. But it's going up against the death of Sue Dimsey. Dim Dibsney? Am I saying that? Yeah, I don't know. If identity crisis number issue number one. A little synopsis here. Shout out to Joe Gennaro. While a elongated man was on a stakeout during a minor villain, during which a minor villain named Bull is shot and wounded by criminals, his wife, Sue, is murdered in their apartment, apparently dying of burns. The DC uh, superhero community rallies to find the murderer, and it is revealed that it was... Uh, Dr. Light. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Dr. Light as the main suspect. Dr. Light. I don't know much about Dr. Light other than apparently he can burn people. I'm vaguely familiar with him. Okay. He was on a bunch of Teen Titans uh, episodes of stuff. Okay. Then that makes sense. Um, Green Arrow reveals to the Flash and the Green Lantern that Light once raped Sue in the Justice League uh, satellite headquarters uh, to ensure that this wouldn't happen again to Sue another Justice League member or their loved ones, the members at that time being Adam, Black Canary, Hawkman, uh, Green Lantern, and a reluctant Flash being Barry Allen, not Wally West, um, voted to have the sorceress Zatanna mind wipe the villain and alter his personality uh, to an intellectual buffoon before again sending him to prison. They mind wipe him. They totally erase him. He ends up getting his memory back of what happened and then goes and kills Sue because of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's almost a running theme in the DC universe yes. where criminals should be dealt with, especially yep. when they do heinous things mm-hmm. instead of locking them away and allowing them to do it a second, third, fourth or 200th time. Right. What do you think it is about the DC universe that continually uses that trope over and over and over again. Lack of background check for Arkham guards. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's accurate. Also, uh, because of the whole Gothic motif, uh, electricity and, uh, you know, their fiber was added later on. Uh, just not very secure. Batman knows how to punch people. He yeah. doesn't know how to create stronger passwords on their padlocks and uh-huh. uh, security cameras. Right. Okay. I wish we had like a LifeLock sponsorship right now. Yeah, we really should. Yeah. You know, um, but it is kind of weird that like, this is a, this is a story that seems to just constantly be riddled, especially with Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which again, I think the whole problem is the Batman is the problem. Yeah. If, ba- if Batman just went away and let everybody do what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Although I guess Superman's a little bit to blame there. Yeah. You know? Yep. You know? Um, now, obviously, now, obviously, I my vote is is death of Carol and the baby. Why? Because that emotionally destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I am I am an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. I cry at everything. Yeah. ASPCA commercials, literally any rom-com out there. Mm-hmm. Joe Gennaro is a man. Joe Gennaro is one of the toughest, most emotionally voided men I have ever met in my entire life. When I look yeah. at that man, I think machine, mm-hmm. not human. And for that man to be so emotionally distraught that he cried seven times. Yeah. More importantly, what kind of a man goes back and rereads stories seven times knowing he will cry? You know what I mean? A powerful man. A powerful man. A powerful, wise man. Tim, you have to make a decision here. Um, So I'm going to move ahead. Carol and the baby. Okay. And here is why. Okay. There are few things in comics and in media that are normally immune mm-hmm. to bad things happening. Babies, kind of the top of that list. Sure. Um, so that is number one, a shock. Number two, the fact that it is kind of almost random happenstance. Yes. Is devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, to the other end on the DC spectrum, those are awful things. Yes. Awful fucking things that happen. The reaction that I get is it is difficult, but it is anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, maybe two locks next time when you put away the villain. Right. Maybe make sure that uh, every week when someone busts out the front door of Arkham that maybe put another wall, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, that's on them. Right. It's not. But right. But also, I, I think also kind of to the point that you that you made. Um, unless it is f- and I know this sounds awful to say, unless it's for comedic effect of we're trying to be horrifically offensive in the funniest way possible. Mm-hmm. The death of a baby never happens. Yes. You know what I mean? Like unless it's like a family guy south park situation where they can just make it so over the top and so ridiculous or i don't know spawn maybe i don't know does he suck the soul out of babies who knows um an evil baby probably yeah probably it makes sense um like even even punisher will not kill a baby thanos Mm -hmm. like that's how hard a comic trope is of that you don't kill babies yeah the worst mad titan in the universe that leads to the infinity war and frank was like i have the opportunity to kill you right now and i can't and i'm gonna raise you as my own shout out to cosmic uh uh ghostwriter one of my favorite probably one of my favorite titles ever there was a really cool uncanny x-force bit where they knew apocalypse had been reborn they knew he was being trained by his horsemen but he was like a seven-year-old school kid at the time (laughs) And so the X-Force goes out there to deal with Apocalypse and they finally find him and he's this little kid. And there's this whole big long bit of like, well, I mean, but it's a kid. Right. And even Wolverine's like, bub, I don't know if I can bub this little bub. 
There you go. Good thing old Phantom X just shoots him in the back. Of the head. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, shout out to Phantom X. Yeah. Yeah. Broke up the team for a little while after that. I, on account of the whole kid murder. <laughs> <laughs> Super fair. You know who doesn't support kid murders? That's Bitter Dragon Games. Head over to BitterDragonGames.online. Although if you do kill a kid, they will help you take it out to the trash. <laughs> Did I just play this now? Sorry, we are so sorry. Please accept our apologies. What used to be the legal department made it very clear that yes. at no point has Bearded Dragon Games helped anyone mm -hmm. bring baby corpses to the trash. <laughs> right. Just very, to make that very clear. Very clear. We're going to get called in the DHR again for that one. Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Uh, but head over to BearedDragonGames.online. Get all your comic needs. Get all your gaming needs. Get all whatever you need. Needs. Mm-hmm. Except for baby killing. Yeah. Yeah. Not the place for it. No, they don't. They can't. They can't help you there. Nope. But if you use promo code PCME10 at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Yeah. International. Wherever. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, and especially if you are pre-ordering stuff, there is always a pre-order discount yep. on beardeddragongames.online that stacks with the additional 10% off. Right. Get it early, get it cheap, mm -hmm. and help okay. support a local gaming store that yep. helps support us. Exactly. Speaking of all your Marvel Crisis Protocol needs, it's apparently the Marvel Bracket. It's Tony Stark at the funeral of Captain America going up against the origins of Deadpool. Now, this is one that you just told me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually know this, and it really bummed me out. So the origins of Deadpool have been redone so many times mm -hmm. uh, during one of the more recent runs that was actually written by uh, Brian Posehn. Uh, oh, big fan. Yeah. Okay. I love him as a stand-up comedian. Um, and... Effectively, the whole premise was is the whole reason Deadpool had all these wacky origins is they were all somewhat real. Mm -hmm. uh, he just regularly had his mind wiped whenever this one particular doctor needed someone killed. He's like, oh, I got a job. Let's interrupt Deadpool's life and whatever's going on. Completely erase his memory. Have him go kill someone. And then I'll just turn him loose. He'll figure it out. So they went through this history of like he had a wife. He had a daughter. He had like several lives established each time that he was just blank checked and sent out into the woods. Um, oh shit. And he finally gets a lot of his mental stuff corrected mm -hmm. through a lot of help with a lot of people. And Dr. Bong even, you know, helps him a little bit. Of course it is. Uh, but, uh, he finally finds out that he has this wife and this daughter and he's going to find them, but they have been held hostage by this guy that did all this awful stuff to him. And there is a scene in it in which he has kind of rallied this band of misfits to along along his side to go help him find his his wife and daughter and they were murdered with like dozens of other people and just literally thrown in a pile like in a pit outside of this like um experimental pretty much concentration camp and he's digging through this pile of corpses to try to find like his 8-year-old daughter like it is horrifying and devastating that like which you don't if you're a casual reader or or, or you know not even if you aren't the biggest deadpool fan if you pick this up 
that is not what you are expecting to get out of a comic no. from Deadpool. You're yeah. expecting fourth wall breaking, you know, funny jokes here and there and things like that. You are not expecting him to have this really sad, heartfelt, yeah. soul crushing moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that run ended very shortly after that. But the fact that they built the retcon of retcons, right? Like they made, uh, they made no, it made sense, which X Men still hasn't done. They made note and reference of every one of these wacky things, and then had an explanation for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did them real justice as far as that that kind of darker comedy humor, and it was really good. Hmm. Interesting, but really devastating. Yeah, I, I believe that. And uh, Hossein is really good at that. Mm-hmm. that's kind of where I think a lot of his comedy shines. Yes. Is that kind of self-loathing, self-deprecating, mm-hmm. uh, but weirdly mellow. Yeah. Kind of humor. Um, Grounded. Ground. Thank you. Humbled humor. Um, yeah. That dude, that dude is kind of a legend. He doesn't get nearly enough credit. No, not at all. Um, and he, he deserves a lot. Cause he'll always just be the, whatever guy you know what i mean right um the the second sidekick on the yes. Sarah silverman show or yeah. but and and it's such a shame too because he was a big part of the comedians of comedy it yeah. was him zach galifianakis Patton oswald and maria branford mm-hmm. and uh maria and brian never rose to this the massive heights that that Patton and zach did right which i mean zach galifianakis got the young weird group and then he got that one spot in Hangover where he was the standout. Yep. So th- that's what shot his career. Uh, Pat Oswald was kind of the veteran, I would say, at that point yeah, in that group. But like him and him and Brian were just such huge comic book nerds. It's just such yeah. a shame that Patton was able to spin well, that off into all of this awesome geeky nerd stuff. Right. And I feel like he and the thing that brought got- Brian along and just didn't. Right. And the thing that he got famous where he made became mainstream was because he was on King of Queens where he played a guy who wasn't gay, but everyone thought he was. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like that's that's where he got his mainstream fame from. And he was able to spin that into getting all these super dope comic book related nerd things like he's Mm Modoc, much like um Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Pat Oswald is now Modoc. Right. You know what I mean? And it just goes to show you that all the nerd stuff, all the comic stuff, it can it, it doesn't hold you back. In fact, it can spiral your career as long mm-hmm. as your wife dies super early. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say something, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> but it's going up against the the death of Captain America. More importantly, the funeral mm. and Tony Stark's uh, response to it. Now, Captain America dies at the end of Civil War, which was this really was my research is back into a comic reading. Yeah, same. Um, when the when the Civil War happened, I was like, cool. This is what I've always wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good guys and bad guys beating the shit out of each other over something. And not some weird bullshit thing. This isn't less a secret war or a battle world or you right. know, a tournament where an alien throws them all into a thing. It's like, no, this is main continuity. Yeah. It is encompassing the entire Marvel Universe mm-hmm. and it is heroes fighting heroes because they have a disagreement. Right. And the villains land on sides that you don't necessarily expect them to. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it was it was at a time where like, 
it was relevant to the things that were going on at that time, mm-hmm. right? Like there, I remember when this came out, there were talks that like, yeah, there a, a draft may happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, during the war on terror. And that was like, I remember being concerned about that. Cause like I uh, was, was I just turning old enough or I was just old enough to be drafted? And I was like, well, fuck man. Like I don't want to get drafted to, to yep. a to a war that I don't want to fight, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, George Bush Jr.'s uh, re-election against John Kerry. Yeah, uh, it was instilled in us that, and granted, it obviously did not happen. Right. Uh, so uh, pandering's not, or not pandering, but uh, whatever's on both sides. Yeah. Um, I was told and like taught in school. If John Kerry loses, Mm -hmm. you will be drafted. Right. Like I was in my senior year of high school and I was like, this is going to happen. Expect it. Yeah. George Bush wins. You will be going to war. And it was like, oh, fuck, I got to change my entire life. Yeah. Because this is going to happen. Literally, literally what I thought was going to happen. So they were so seeing this kind of unfold in this idea of like registration is a thing. We need to be policed. We are out of control. This needs to be under control some sort of mm-hmm. registration and things like that and, and restrictions and Captain America being like, no, like that's not what this is. A, like, this is not what we should be doing. Yeah. And Tony Stark being the guy who was kind of like, no, we do. And then like Spider-Man was for it. You know what I mean? Like, like characters, I think it was more interesting to see the ones who were for it mm-hmm. than the ones who were against it. Yeah. Um, Because, like, the ones who were against it kind of made sense. Like, Punisher obviously was against it. Right. Uh, which was kind of, I guess, kind of weird in the long run. But, like, him teaming up with Captain America and that and doing fucking work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's when Punisher War Journal came back out. And it was, like, a big fucking deal. And it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because he shot Stiltman in the dick <laughs> with a rocket launcher. Right. You know? Um, But at the end of it, and, of course, spoilers. Um, But at the end of it. Captain America gets killed on the steps of, I think it was City Hall. Shot in the head. Yeah. Dead by Crossbones. Yeah. Shout out to Crossbones. Underrated supervillain. Yes. Un- like, does not get enough credit for how dope he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, brutal assassin sandwich enthusiast. Yes. Crossbones. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite, probably just one of my favorite things of all time is, is that one panel. Um, and... They have the fallen son's story. Where it's it's Captain America's funeral and Tony shows up to the funeral and for the first time ever, because Tony had always kind of been the smart ass, kind of always had something to say, always knew how to talk his way into or out of something. Never scared of a mic or the yeah. attention um, gets to the funeral and for the first time ever cannot say anything. He's so emotionally distraught that because they were friends. Mm-hmm. They were they were in the Avengers together. This was him not realizing that this whole thing was pointless, not pointless. But like, what did we get out of it? Ultimately, you know what I mean? Like, I've lost my friend because of this Mm -hmm. and not just like in a disagreement aspect of things, but that he's dead. I have to put him in the ground now. Yeah, Um, that was a that was a big deal. It was a big moment because Tony couldn't say anything. And it isn't until much later on. Um, where they're at the uh, Avengers, I think they're Avengers Tower, and it's him, it's Wasp, and it's Ant-Man. The only original three Avengers still still around. Yeah. And he finally kind of is able to give this kind of monologue where he's just like, I just, you know, I miss, I miss his battle cry. I miss Avengers Assemble. 
And it was this really heart-wrenching moment because we, again, very much like Batman, we never really saw this kind of emotion out of him yep. unless you had read those kind of like 80s where he had the drinking problem and things like that. Yeah, Devil in the Bottle or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like even then that was like kind of retconned at the point when this came out and things like it didn't, it was never really brought up ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a big moment. This was a sad moment. And I think it got lost in the shuffle of the fact that it was Captain America who died. And at the time we thought this, this was it. Mm-hmm. We are getting a new, cause they had already teased that we were getting a new Captain America. Yeah. That somebody was stepping up to be the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, which was Bucky, I think, right? Bucky takes the mantle. Uh, there was a number of people that did. Okay, I re- I think I specifically remember it being the part that I read was Bucky, and he had like that weird mask that kind of went into like a chest e plate thing, and it was like metallic blue. Yeah, yeah, and he used a gun. Um, because he was Bucky. The uh, they kind of did the the death of Superman thing for a little bit, where there right. was like a handful of people that were Captain Americaing around for a little bit. Okay. Um. That said, yeah, all the other Avengers were gone. Hulk was on in space mm-hmm. because they shot him, and it's just like if either side gets the Hulk, we're fucked. Yeah. So the Illuminati teamed up and uh, shot him into space. And uh, shout out to uh, the now retired but Space Between uh, did a review of yeah. Planet Hulk, which is what had happened during the Civil War, and um, then he came back, baby. And Hawkeye and Vision were both killed by Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. right before House of M, which is another one of the things that kicked off the Civil War later on. Right. Yeah. 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 Down to three. Yep. And Goliath got murked. Yeah. The Civil War, too. Yep. Shout out to Goliath. Yeah. Can't forget about him. They, uh, I, I feel like World War Hulk, when he came back, uh, doesn't get enough credit for how actually decent it was. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I think I think because Civil War was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really like the idea of vengeful, angry Hulk going around murking everybody who shot him into space. Yeah. And again, I really wanted the, the Ghost Rider fight to be more than it was. But I like the idea of Ghost Rider showing up like, hey, fucking knock it off. And Hulk's like, nah, fucking penitent stare me. And he does. He goes like, all right, fair. No, I wash my yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah no, justified. Sense. Go ahead. You can mark these guys. <laughs> like, I just like that idea. You know? Um, so I am going to move the Deadpool one on here. Okay. Um, only because. Uh, it's so unexpected. It is. It is. Yep. They made such a massive deal out of Captain America's death and it wasn't for long. Right. Um, Which I also hated. Yeah. I hate that they ended up bringing back rogers in the end anyway mm-hmm. but i i get it and i really like that that characterization of of tony stark the man who would never shut up mm-hmm. not having words uh at the end of this massive fight with his with his friend mm-hmm. and they need each other they they were great counterpoints to each other they were mm-hmm. absolutely um deadpool moving on bracket number four Brought to us by our sponsor this summer. It is sorry, just had to pull up their info. Um, you might be saying to yourself, really? You guys are gonna, yeah, because we'll plug anybody. Mm-hmm. To Outriders Beard Co. Yeah. It's the summertime. Of course, it is season three. 
Hot Chuck and Summer. Hot Chuck and Summer. The summer scents are officially out. It's summertime, baby. Summertime. It's time to get that beard beautified. If you have a beard, this is what you need to get on. Their summer scents have been released. Tiger's Blood and Creamsicle scents are out. Uh, So it might be Bane's side project. It might be Bane's business, but it is absolutely worth checking out. It is. Amazing prices. Amazing scents. Of course, there's there. I have the, the original, which is kind of like this vanilla smell. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. I put it in my beard. Uh, my girlfriend uh, actually wants to touch me when I wear it. So that's yeah. kind of nice. Um, they have oils. They have balms. And I believe he was working on candles. I don't know if the candles actually got dropped. He was working on them. Things like that. But look, if you have a beard, there's no reason why you shouldn't be treating yourself to oils and balms all the time. Yeah. Keep that hair healthy. We had to worry about uh, uh, split ends when it came to um, masks and things like that. Yes. While mask restrictions are lifting up, it's summertime. We have to be careful with the sun drying, frizzing out, burning, literally burning our beards, causing split ends, things like that. Get your balm, get your oils. It is Outsiders Beard Company or Beard Co. Go and check out their website at outsidersbeardco.com just wanted to make sure i had the actual site correct um i think the super important thing here too is you don't need to be a man uh to be able to benefit from these products you don't bearded face bearded clam listen these oils go on everything and the scents are top notch and not overpowering i think one of the things that that you get kind of um too entwined with uh, on the internet as far as these these scents or whatever is they are just too overpowering musk 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 pine tar fuck right. bait like this these are great because not everyone likes these scents yeah fucking everybody yeah this these are scents oils balms and um you know uh product for for mm-hmm. anyone and let let it be very clear i don't want to plug bane shit Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be here telling you how great these products are from Outsiders Beard Co. Mm-hmm. But they are fucking good. I yeah, use them myself. Solid. I hate that I paid him full retail price for them. Yep. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. But thank you, I guess. Still a value. It's still a fucking. It is actually ridiculously well priced mm-hmm. for what he's doing because he is a small business. Yep. Um, and he and he had shut down during COVID because he did, wasn't sure if he even wanted to, you know, uh, be a part of the pushing of product during uh, uh, a pandemic. pandemic and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I greatly appreciated that about him, but he's back, baby. He's yeah. got that, that creamsicle smells great. Yeah. If you like orange, it's the way to go. The bl- tiger's blood. I don't even know what that smells like. He didn't tell me what it smells like. He just said, this is our new scent, tiger's blood and creamsicle, as well as all of our original scents. And he's got seasonal stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you in the winter, he's got a nice pine thing and he's got a nice, uh, uh, I think, peppermint mm-hmm. uh, for the winters and the falls. He's got uh, Applejack, which is a super awesome uh, uh, scent. So go check them out. Outsidersbeardco.com. Tim. Yes. It's Dan's choice. Sorry. I, he actually responded. Uh, it is. Cla- and you could respond too. You could respond to you could respond to on the discord across patreon.com slash professional casual. Help me out. 
give us give us at least one dollar and you get access to it. And then uh, when I'm writing this, sitting on the toilet, taking a poop uh, and I'm like, hey, I give me whatever it is, because it's if I go, hey, hi, hey, everybody. Yes. What is insert this? That means uh, I am trying to write a topic mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I do it often. And normally, honestly, there was a lot of. There was a lot of topics that people gave. Yeah. Um, but it was really just specifically hard for me to narrow it down exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe also Pony Danza uh, said in uh, Identity Crisis, the the death of Sue um, was like a, a heart wrenching deal for him. Um, but it's, it's Colossus sacrificing himself to cure the legacy virus going up against Kenny Pride sacrificing herself to save the planet. Yes. And giant sized astonishing X-Men number one. So this, these are perfectly matched against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Colossus sacrificing himself to, to cure the legacy virus is a very big deal. Right. Uh, Colossus was a super beloved character for a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up playing the X-Men arcade game, constantly yeah. yelling at my yeah. friends, you know, using that power because someone Which already, wasn't even a real power that he had. No, it wasn't. No. Someone had already taken Nightcrawler and uh, Colossus had the next best power in that game. Fair. So Nightcrawler apparently could run really fast. Never made a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 But it was the 80s, you know. Sure. I think. No, it was 90s. Okay. It was the 90s, though. So. Right. And Wolverine had laser claws. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it like shut. Yeah. I always thought that was just him uh, because in the cartoon, he would like. Making sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Like shing, shing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what it was. No. Laser claws. Right. Right. Uh, Great game. Yeah, solid game. Super fun. But uh but yeah. So the legacy virus, whole big, whole big deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Affecting a lot of people, giving mm-hmm. them the legacy. And right. Well, and it was a it was a thing that was like it was purposely designed to kill mutants. Mm-hmm. That was the whole idea. And somebody, I assume, had to test it on themselves. Because it says here when Colossus's sister Magic? Ilya? Eliana. Eliana fell ill and died. He left the X-Men and joined Mysterio's uh, uh, acolytes, but later returned. His, uh, his teammate Beast developed a cure for the virus, but in order for it to quickly be dispersed, a mutant had to sacrifice themselves. Colossus did not want any more people to suffer uh, his sister's fate, so he injected himself with a legacy cure and activated his mutant powers, transforming him into organic steel. This supercharged the legacy cure and simultaneously killed and stopped the spread, killed him and stopped the spread of the legacy virus. So I don't, there's not a lot of explanation of why that happens in, in the wiki reads, but he was a beloved character. Yeah. And at the time you probably thought, yeah, this is it. Like even with X-Men lore being so convoluted as it is. Yeah. Um, him dying, him having to sacrifice himself so people would not suffer the same fate that his sister did. He he's willing to because he's already lost everybody. You know what I mean? Um, but it's going up against Kitty Pride sacrificing herself to save the planet. Now, this is she is on a missile that yeah. is the size of the moon. Mm-hmm. It's a big missile. It's a huge missile. It's enough to destroy the planet or destroy wherever it is that it's flying to uh, as big as the moon or two Jeff Bezos rockets. Or two Jeff Bezos rockets. Exactly. Um, and she is like essentially phased herself slightly into the missile. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and she realizes that there is no stopping this. Nothing that she can do. And don't get me wrong. The X-Men are trying like hell to figure out something that she can do. Mm-hmm. She, I think she tried to face into so, it to stop it. Yeah, so normally she could use her phasing powers to like heavily disrupt uh, electronics and mechanical stuff. Right. And it just wasn't working. Yep. And she realized at this point that there's nothing I can do except for also phase this missile and I through the planet Mm -hmm. and come out the other side. But that would mean that she would then be still stuck to the missile floating through space. Yes. It's a mad scramble to try to find a way to prevent her from dying. And they just can't do it. This is giant size astonishing X-Men number one. This was a big deal issue. This was kind of like, not necessarily the relaunch of the X-Men, but this was a a big milestone for the X-Men. Yes. And to kill off such a beloved character like Kitty Pride, mm-hmm. a character that people have followed forever, loved her story, had a romantic relationship with Colossus nonetheless, okay. who I believe was resurrected slightly before this had happened. Okay. Um, because that was like a big deal, was that Colossus was back and they were in love again. Mm-hmm. Um and Kitty Pride fucking dies. They 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 kill her off. Of all like and Cyclops was right there, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, especially in that way, too. Uh so you watch a movie and it's like, we need someone to do it, and the big strong guy's like, I'll do it, and he mm-hmm. sacrifices himself to save everyone. Right. Um a little, little, little overdone. So, like, but that's a huge sacrifice for Colossus to make mm-hmm. to save just mutants. Right. Kitty Pride, mm-hmm. not just dies, right, but exiles herself to the vacuum of space on a rocket floating into nothing, right, to save the entire fucking world, right. Uh, there is certainly something almost too grandiose mm-hmm. about saving the world from a missile that way, but dooming yourself to not a quick death, right, uh, but to a very very long drawn out drifting in the void death mm-hmm. i think is significantly sadder and we'll be moving that one on i can hear him already angry i think he's fine with he'd be fine with it honestly you think mm-hmm. i mean it's not ice man it's not you know Milton. who uh did have a relationship with kitty pride really yep of course mm-hmm. good for her yeah i wonder how rogue felt about that uh, Rogue never dated Iceman. In the movie, she does. Oh, you're right. Which no. is canon. You got me. Yeah. You got me. Point. Anna Paquin. Yeah. Suki. Yeah. You're suki. Good to see her boobs finally. Oh. And I never watched True Blood. It's pretty good. I liked it. I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. I got it. Got a little weird towards the end because like Bill becomes a god and it's like a whole thing but uh, up until that point it's very good and you get to finally see her boobies oh, that's nice she have a stacked house perky okay small but perky i liked him i was i was in for it that's our first semi-final bracket brought to us by patreon.com head over to patreon.com slash professional casual little man dog get access to the discord do it just little, fucking do it just a little seizure thing <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit Run out of gas here. It's Thomas Wayne's letter to Bruce going up against the death of Carol and the baby. 
Death and Carol of the Baby. Yeah, it's it's that because like yes, it's very sad to get a letter from from your dead parent things like that. But this was killing off not only in a, a main character, but like the something that for several books yeah we're struggling to is carol gonna live is carol gonna die right. is this baby gonna kill her like what's the deal is the baby gonna survive right. and they both survive to be let me taken out in this shitty act by a shitty person yes. who maybe you had already assumed was out of the picture after michonne did what michonne did to mm-hmm. him and pops back up with a fucking tank with a fucking tank our second semifinal bracket. It's the origins of Deadpool going up against K- Katie Kitty Pride sacrificing herself to save the planet. Um, the Kitty Pride. I, I I love Deadpool. I thought that that particular bit with him was absolutely heartbreaking and mm-hmm. something that I certainly wasn't expecting. Um, the Kitty Pride thing. That is a big major character that people actually cared about. Right. Uh, doing a a big thing and a big issue those Mm -hmm. giant size x-men things were were no joke shit was gonna happen right um and so i I think it is probably a little bit more impactful and they ended the deadpool series that run of it pretty soon after that they almost got too real and then closed her off so we're gonna move ahead kitty pride here kitty pride move on why do you think they ended the deadpool series at that point do you think it had just it had done its run? He had done everything he wanted to do? No, I, I felt they were they were hitting on some really great stuff. Um, I think Deadpool got too big mm-hmm. and they wanted I think they ended it because it was too serious. It was too mental health driven because mm-hmm. they worked a lot on that particular aspect of it. And I think. I think it's not what they wanted for Deadpool at the time. They wanted zany, wacky, slapstick bullshit. And uh, also true. the entire Marvel Universe ended. That's when they they started it over with point, I forget, whatever it was, all new, different, all new or, or something. But I don't remember that. They kind of wiped things at one point and had like a jumping on point where a bunch of titles kind of got started over. Is that. OK, is that when they like wiped Everyone remembering that Spider-Man was Peter Parker? No, that was a, a mini series called uh, One More Day, okay. where Peter Parker makes a deal with Mephisto, where everyone will forget Aunt May will come back alive. Yeah. And everyone will forget he's Spider-Man, but it will cost him his marriage with Mary Jane. Oh, interesting. So it all comes down to this one more. You get one more day and then whoop, everything changes. That's a shame. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's our finals. Mm-hmm. It's the death of Carol and the baby going up against Kitty Pride sacrificing herself to save the planet. So to me, this is actually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be Carol and the baby. Uh, yeah. It, it, because it's in not that close. series, people don't come back. Right. Uh, Kitty Pride, you know, Carol didn't come back and run her own school for a little bit like Kitty Pride did. Right. Uh, death is certainly not permanent in the X-Men universe. Uh, it certainly was here, and it was impactful in every iteration that it has been in. The TV yes. show did it very differently, and mm-hmm. it was a massive turning point in the show as well. Yep. Um, that, that struck hard regardless of, uh, of how the specifics mm-hmm. fell. Yeah, it was a... It was a- it was a huge turning point because this is uh, kind of what puts Rick over the edge, it, whether it's the comic or the show. And mm-hmm. the two are very different. Yep. Um, there are 
elements. It's kind of a jump the shark same. moment. Yes. In that it, it ruins people. Yes. But legitimately does. People start making really fucking dumb decisions after this happens. Yeah. Because they are affected by this as much as the reader is. Yep. And a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I'm sure you could say like, oh, yeah, the writing really fell off. No, erratic people are making erratic decisions after a very random act of terror Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Um, In in one of the most chaotic, mm -hmm. absolute messes of things. Yep. And, And like I say, yes, the death of Glenn is unfortunate and it was sad and it was a big monumental moment because he was kind of the last sane sane thing that existed because Rick at that point had gone off the deep end. Mm -hmm. Carol's death is what sends him off the deep end Yep, where he absolutely goes insane. And he's like, look, I'm it's just me and Carl and I'm going to make sure that nothing fucking happens to him. Coral. Uh, Yes. God. I remember, I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah, that that meme still gets passed around a little. It's still good. Yeah, still clever. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. But it was it was it was one of the most heart wrenching moments for me. I for like three days I was legitimately depressed. Yeah, I was just like I don't even want to finish reading this. Yeah, because like how how are we how are we going to address this now? You know, mm-hmm. it's like an invincible when the main character leaves. Yeah, you know, Nolan just takes off, like. Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Go have a weird. Go make another kid with a fucking bug, you know. <laughs> okay. He does. He in, does in the comics. Yeah. When oh. he says, I can make another one. I'll start over. He goes to another fucking planet and fucks like a blue mantis chick. And the genes of that particular race are so strong. Like he raises a human child. Looks like a human child uh-huh. because his genes are stronger than alien bug races. But has a loving wife. That's just a blue mantis lady raising his like, you know, whatever son in this world of bug people. It's fucking great. Wow. He actually goes and does it. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll start over. And he does. All right. I I might have to finally read it. Yeah, it's real good. Is it? Mm -hmm. All right. Because like they have the whole like complete series in like hardcover now. Yeah. So I might just I might just go back. You can get the the big anthologies actually on Bearded Dragon Games to online. They're up there right now. Oh, can you? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! All right, maybe I, maybe I will check it out because I really like the show. Yeah. Uh, but everyone said the show is is different. Yeah, they've changed it. The yeah, they've and they well, and I guess they've sped a lot of it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the show. Thought yeah. the show was great. I like. It was I said, dope. Yeah, I liked it way more than I liked. Um. Falcon Winter Soldier, but my expectations were so high for Falcon Winter Soldier because of one division mm-hmm. that I, um, I was let down, and then I was like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna I'll watch Invincible." Yeah, and I loved it because it was just it was not what I was expecting. I certainly went to go watch Invisible and in, Invincible with uh, very low expectations, mm-hmm. and I was. I was very happy with yeah. the outcome. Very happy. Very happy. It was very good. Uh, I was the same way with um, Harley Quinn. Oh, my God. Series. Yeah. Talk about fucking blowing expectations. Out so of good. Holy shit. And because like everybody had recommended it to me. Because like, no, no, no. You're going to love it. It's it's like Venture Brothers, mm-hmm. but in the DC universe. And like that, I for the longest time, didn't want to see it. Because I was like, I don't. Too many people are hyping this up for me. I'm not going to enjoy it. 
I was bored one day. I finally threw it on. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking perfect. Yeah. This is so good. There's a part of me. I loved Kite Man. I think Kite Man was ultimately my favorite yeah. character. Just for how bro dude he was. Mm-hmm. But like fucking loved Ivy so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like really wanted to have a relationship with her. Really wanted to be with her. Mm-hmm. And she was so reluctant. And then like does and then doesn't. Oh, and then I haven't watched that far. Oh, you haven't? Anymore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm no not spoilers. the first season. Oh, the second season's so good. Good. Oh, it gets way better because she starts going after everybody in the Injustice League. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. Just fucking. I just I I don't want to spoil it for you, but the fucking the way she gets Bane is so fucking hilarious. Okay. It's so good. I'm real fucking ready because I uh, love Bane in that show. It's so fucking. He's probably my favorite because he's yeah. like he's pretty much just Doctor Killinger. From Venture Brothers. I I even wonder if it was the same voice at first. Yeah. Um, it's not though. I, I checked. Uh, but I just love that. Like that did you see the part where he gets a chair? No, that's in season two. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's in season two. The Injustice League gets chairs. Yeah. But they give Bane a folding chair. He's just like, it's not even proper. Why am I not getting a regular chair? And he sits down and just folds. He goes, I can't even hold my weight. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'd like yeah and then chairs start coming into the picture he's like can I have this one and they're all like no that's your fucking chair <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so good if you like the show of course check out the other amazing shows here it's Professional Casual Network Tim what yes. we got going on this week so Mondays we've been running the Infinity War League yep. over on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash professional casual network. That is every Monday at 7 p.m. where you're playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. You can find a whole bunch of people from the network there. Also, Mondays, right bright early in the morning, uh, Lost Omens podcast, mm-hmm. uh, DM'd by our own uh Danny Five Time mm-hmm. uh herself. Danny the fifth. Danny the fifth. Uh you can plead the Danny and it'll get you out of uh court cases, actually. Garrett. Um, but it's a lost, it's a, it's a lost, it's a lost almost podcast. Dummy, what else do you need? Mm-hmm. Tuesdays is, wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog, uh, where once again, you can find myself, Big Chuck, sometimes Dan, sometimes Danny, maybe some other special guests at some point too, where we talk about the Marvis, Marvel, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol game. Oh, I've heard of that. It's a, you know, a Marvel mini skirmish game. It's a ton of fun. It's what we stream over on Monday nights. Wednesdays, every other week, is Settling the Southlands. This is Dan's homebrew with fourth edition actual play podcast mm-hmm. uh, set in the Southlands. Mm-hmm. A handful of us here from the network on that one. That is every other Wednesday on the Patreon at the $10 tier and above, or once a month on the YouTube faux free. Faux free. Thursday is our mainstay uh, with fourth edition actual play podcast, a grim podcast of Palace Adventure. Shit's getting real there. Yeah, real, real. Have we reached a good jumping on point again, or are we getting towards the end of it? Um, actually, yeah. So we we've kind of had a little bit of a a time where we're checking out some cities, checking out some sites. We've gotten some uh, little hints of the next big plot, and they're kind of starting to come together a little bit. I think some shit's about to start happening mm-hmm. really soon. Uh, we did just do a marathon of that, and there was a massive fucking combat that. Does not go the way anyone expected to. Mm. Uh, the the absolute pinnacle mm. of uh, of JB 
doing JB shit. Of course. Uh, but Fridays, obviously, you're here. You're watching it. I got a bug bite that's really itchy on my elbow. It's Elite Eight Showdown. <laughs> it's Elite Eight fucking Showdown. At the time of recording, mm-hmm. uh, we are about to do our live show next week. No. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. Yep. yep. At the time of recording. At Sorry. At the time I of recording. Listening. I'm not an active listener. Accurate. Uh, which means next week we will be dropping it. At time of release. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. So if you listen to it, mm-hmm. if you caught the uh, notifications that we were live on Twitch uh, and you liked it, let us know. Yeah. Can you believe the people that came out of the fucking woodwork? Yeah. So videos for that. Can you believe the technical difficulties that we experienced of, of Tim trying to play those videos? Yes. On the live stream. Accurate. Um, and that would have been good if anyone saw those. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so it's really important to know that uh, at time of recording, I have planned a episode completely based around our patrons over on over on our discord. You can't get access to the discord unless you're a patron. Mm-hmm. So shout out to our patrons. We decided to do this whole like virtual big chucker con. And I offered to let everybody else on to it mm-hmm. um very because, nice of you by the way yeah i thought it was um but we decided to do this as a way to um say thank you to all of our all of our patrons and things like that we thought it'd be fun for you guys to see what an unedited pulls no punches we will probably get flagged on twitch yeah and then the rest of the con got ruined We've we've been talking for a while uh-huh. about maybe we should move over to youtube for streaming right so then we were like this is a tough decision. How can we make this decision? Yep. Let's force the decision upon ourselves. Exactly. Do a live Elite Eight showdown, showdown. so that we yep. are never welcome on Twitch again. Exactly. Because uh, we will most likely get flagged for something. Oh, yeah. Last last recording, uh, of course, shout out to Danny for coming on for Conspiracy Theories 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said a joke that I really hope you remember to edit out. We made sure that it got edited out. Yep. Because uh, we yelled at a bunch. But... It got taken out. Yes. Okay. Uh, because I was not it was pro- critical. It was that very critical out. that that got taken out. Uh, because it was completely a joke. Yeah. Um, but I, I just you set me. I set myself up for it, and I had to pull the trigger, kind of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? We, we theorized correctly that it was something that we should all make sure that we went around the table and yes. called out my attention specifically to. Yep. It. Kind of a race against time to make sure that that got taken care of. Yep. Um, Jesus, God, man. Um, Twitch.tv slash professional casual network. There, there was no edit. Whatever got said, got said, and it made air. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, because we knew we were live, everything's just sitting there. The you know what I mean? Was high. I yeah. drank during that episode. Yeah, and that's the only was time. A very bad idea. Yeah, it was a very bad idea. So, with that being said, uh, you guys will hear that episode next week. Um, and then we will be back to our release scheduled programming. Yeah. Dare I say that we may even do a very special episode. Oh. Maybe a deep dive. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe something that Tim wants. Oh. Oh. And of course, check out our friends and hopefully yours soon. The Carton cast. 
uh, comic book rundown with Joe Gennaro. Uh, Medium says been over on the Carton cast. They just dropped an episode. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Of course, deep diving all things cartoons, comic book dark rundown, giving you that sweet, hot, easy 20 minute listen review of comics that they've read, movies that they've watched, chitty in the chats. Mm-hmm. You know what? Shout out to Ron. Yeah. I, I, I followed Ron on uh, on Instagram the other day, finally, because I, I think he tagged he. T- I was the Howard the Duck episode went up yeah. finally, um, and, and he tagged Ron in it too. I was like, you know what? I'll give Ronski a follow. Good follow over there. Yeah, good follow over there. But like that, Ron, he's a good dude. Head over to um, comic book rundown. Give them a give them a like ski over on the uh, Instagrams, mm-hmm. um, and of course. Uh, work my podcast, I guess. Yeah. Get, give a shout out to them. And the Bill Benis show, right? No holds barred with Bill Benis. You finally checked it out. I did. I told you, I was like, hey, look. It is an impressive feat. It is. does over there. It is actually pretty. It is, of course, the never ending story of Bill Benis, the 18 year veteran taking the last 16 years off uh, and Bane doing a podcast all about the time in global extreme wrestling that Bill Benis ran in. And uh, there's several seasons. What's actually nice about it is, is it's episodic. Yes. So you can go right back to season one. No holes barred with Bill Benis. Mm-hmm. Episode one. Work all your way through all the seasons. Um, I actually like it. Like it is a really good show and the stuff that. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, uh, but the stuff that they're doing over there is actually really clever. Bill Venus might be one of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life. And that's saying a lot because I'm sitting here, you know, um, but it is, a, it is a really solid show. So go check out No Holds Barred with Bill Venus. I, you know what? Just go listen to the the uh, intro. Yeah. It's just super solid. No, Bill Venus kills me every fucking time. Anyway, um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck for Tim. Taking a crowbar to his Jason Todd is what he calls a date night. France. Oh, I don't even really. I so I said it to my mom and she just goes, I don't know what that means, but I don't think I like it. (laughs) Shout out to Marilyn. Shout out to my mom. Happy retirement. Of course, again, mother. She's. uh, So I've been helping her set up her retirement stuff like. Not not me picking plans or anything like that through the Thinking through her work. Login online. Literally, that's all I've been doing is trying to figure out what her login stuff was for her various uh, ones because like she gets different ones through work or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it is driving me nuts. But I love her to death, and I'm willing to do it for her because she's taken care of me for 32 years. I can do it for her. Yes, but she needs to just simplify it a lot easier because it's it's really hard to remember. And then I, and like she's trying to do it all on an iPad. It's like a whole fucking thing. Anyway, with that being said, we say goodbye. Stay safe. And remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite Eight Showdown. Oh, oh, I didn't know he was actually here. Yeah. showed up on the uh on the other show yeah yeah he was here for uh wait did, wait, I, roll? did I roll wild episode 22 which came out like a month ago yeah but, but didn't show up yeah yeah he played the sorry music earlier didn't he
Oh yeah, okay. Maybe Politics, maybe he's just not feeling it today. Games and hobbies for right. alluding that they might help you dispose of a child corpse. Accurate. All right, bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.